You're listening to The Connected Care Team, the show where we bring you the stories of care team innovation from the people at the forefront of modern healthcare communication and collaboration. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of The Connected Care Team. As always, I'm your host, Reagan Wynn, and today we're very excited to welcome, not only to the show, but to the Tiger Connect family, Justin Wampak, former founder of Call Scheduler and current new VP of Scheduling at Tiger Connect. Justin, thanks and welcome to the show. Thanks. Glad to be here. So for those who don't know, this is our first show interviewing one of our uh, SMEs internally. And I wanted to have us kind of start with you talking a little bit about who you are and how we, how, how we got you here. Just a little bit of your background so the listeners at home can get to know you. Sure. Well, thanks. So Call Scheduler was, was founded in, in Minnesota in 2000 by a family practice physician. And I've been the CEO of that company uh, for the last 18 years. Our, our idea, I think, all along has been that we ultimately would end up being a module when, within kind of a larger organization. And so we have been working on the phys- you know, in the physician scheduling market and have had really come to realize how important kind of the link between physician scheduling and clinical communication, like role-based communication was. And, and so several years ago, we really began talking with, with some of the folks at Tiger Connect. We did an integration together, uh, have a, a few happy customers together. And then when the opportunity presented itself, I got a phone call from Brad Brooks, the CEO, saying, We'd like to partner together or buy you, and it ended up being that an acquisition was was the better, more logical choice. Yeah, yeah. At the time of this recording, uh, we have not formally announced it, but uh, you've been part of the team for going on a couple of months here. Now everything is transitioned over, and I think that the news will be very exciting to a lot of people. I, I want to start first. Thank you for the the overview. I, I'd like to go through and kind of talk about a lot of those pieces individually. And first off, like when you founded the company. And, and when you became CEO, a lot of people out there like to hear those kinds of stories, right? What, what kind of CEO were you or founder were you? Some people are product-based and then they find like a great, uh, great sales rep to work with them or a great person who's good at the sales side. Maybe they're more operations heavy or maybe they're the salesperson and they have a good technologist. It sounds like you're a mix of all three. So I kind of wanted to get that background of like where you built that company for a quick how you built this. Sure. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. This is this call scheduler was my second startup. Uh, I knew nothing about physician scheduling when I was approached by my local family practice doctor who had built a, a DOS based product in uh, 1998. And all of a sudden, 1999 came around and he met with me panicked because it was not Y2K compliant. And he said, Oh no, what do I do? And so we ended up taking ownership in the company in order to help redevelop the software. And and so I had been kind of a partial architect of the software. I'm not a coder by trade. I think my background is probably more sales marketing and then building the business. So once we retooled the software, we actually went from DOS to a web version and we, we skipped the whole client server based model we really began to realize that schedule or the more that i really dug into understanding the market and understanding what a pain scheduling doctors was by talking to other doctors and by getting our first handful of clients i, I realized that 
we had something. But in the beginning, it was challenging because we were teaching people how to use the internet. We were teaching people how to use web browsers, people that had never done that before. And we were their first web-based software that they would have ever used or purchased a monthly subscription of. And so that there was a quite a bit of a learning curve. I think over the last probably six or seven years is really when that became the norm that everybody had other kind of SaaS software that they were paying monthly subscriptions for. And it wasn't really a big deal anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'd, I'd love to go into that a little bit about the go-to-market and, and figuring out what what the problem was you were really trying to solve or what the pain point was for the customer. Because I think that's what really speaks to our audience. If, if we think about the doctors out there who are listening to the show, the, the IT professionals who are trying to find those solutions, what what did you how did you zero in on like, this is the problem and this is how we solved it? And, and what is that problem that you're solving? Sure. So kind of paint a picture in your head of you and I and eight other folks are a group of, of cardiologists, right? And, and, and we have to have a schedule that the hospital would, would keep so that if somebody comes into the ED with, with chest pains, they know who to call. And that's, that's the on-call schedule. And so typically within our practice of 10, one of us is going to be responsible for, for creating the schedule which means that one of us is going to get 50 or 60 emails saying, I want to be off this week. I've got vacation this week. My kid's getting married. I've got baseball games, all this jazz. And then, and then you've got all these different scenarios of people that say, well, I don't really want to work back to back here, or I don't like working weekends, or after I work this shift on Friday, then I'd really like, like to have the next two days off and the previous three days off and all of these different things that have to be taken into account when you're scheduling uh, a complex professional, right? So if these were restaurant workers or if they were hotel workers, nobody would really probably care about how that schedule is created. It would just be, you want to work 40 hours a week, we schedule you. If you don't like your shift, you go and figure it out and you get somebody to trade with you. If you're a cardiologist, it really doesn't happen that way. If you don't like the schedule that's given to you, you give it back and say, no, thank you. Uh, please redo this. And so the amount of time that is spent when you're doing that process manually, either with paper, which is how everybody started out, and then progress to Excel, it has just gotten so complicated over the years to try to manage that process. And it's still so complex that most of our clients are individual physicians that are actually doing the scheduling because nobody else understands what it's like to be on call, nights, weekends, holidays, your kid's birthday, things like that. And so having one of the other doctors do that, that really gets it, has really taken off. And so we developed software to really try to automate that process, take the person out of the mix, put an algorithm in there to make it fair and make it balanced, you know, try to take the whole personality out where when you're giving your buddy better shifts or you're taking better shifts and all the things that can happen when the human, when the human gets involved, I guess mm -hmm. that's yeah. the, you know, the problem that we've solved. Yeah. That, and that I think is, is, is great. Cause it's not just Excel on, on steroids or Excel with a better UI. Like the, the algorithm is the, is the, really the differentiator, right? It's, and so I kind of want to unpack that a little bit. Like when you're pulling, when you're giving that that part of the the process to the to the to the user or the person creating the schedule, that takes a lot of the heavy lift off. So, what else in the product, from a UI or UX standpoint, makes it easier for them? Because yes, the algorithm does that, but like 
for the people who can't see it because this is clearly yeah. audio, let's walk them through like using the tool a little bit. Sure, sure. The first part of actually generating a schedule is is collecting vacation and time off requests. And if we're a group of 10 doctors and each of us get 90 days of vacation a year or, or, or time off a year, that's a lot of requests and time off to manage, right? So that's a huge portion of, of, of the web app of the software is is automating that, letting the doctors go into their phone, fill out a time off request, having it go to a scheduler, allowing them to kind of look at the big picture and then make decisions as to how many people can they have off on a day and so on and so forth. Being able to have tally reports. So being able to easily and quickly show the fairness of a schedule. Because with our group of 10, I don't want any less or more days than you have, right? We're all partners. We're all the same. We're all getting relatively the same pay. We all have the same education. So if you have eight shifts, I should have eight shifts. I certainly don't want to have nine shifts. And if I do and you have eight, all hell is going to break loose. So it's really a matter of being able to then prove that transparency, prove that fairness with our with our reporting. The other thing is really about making trades and swaps easy. So in a modern medical center, these doctors are busy. They're doing so many other things. And so being able to sign out for two hours to go to an admin meeting or or two hours to go to your kid's baseball game and, and, and somebody else covering for you, all of that has to be documented and centralized, A, because there's federal laws around it called the MTALA law, and B, the emergency room needs to know who the right person is to contact. So if I call out for two hours and you're covering for me and I haven't updated the schedule, now the emergency room is going to call the wrong doctor when the patient comes in with, with, with chest pains, which is going to irk me as the guy because I am not the one on call. You are. I'm right in the middle of watching my kid's game. But I think most importantly, we've got a patient on the other end that is waiting in the ED with chest pains while somebody's trying to figure out who the right doctor is to message or to call. And so getting that information accurate, the last final thing is just access to the info. As a doctor, as their spouse, as their a nurse on the team, someone in their office, getting online quick access to knowing who is on and what the schedule looks like. Before it was just versions of things taped on a wall. When you didn't know if that version was the latest version, is it the one from this morning? Is it the one from last week? The one that's in my pocket, which one is that? So putting everything online, putting it on the phone app, putting it on an intranet so that changes occur live. So there's really this whole new concept of one source of truth, having one place that that you can go, whether it's on your phone, whether it's in Tiger Connect, whether it's on the website and find accurate update information and everybody sees the same thing. Yeah. And, and so much to talk about there because there's, and I, and I love all of that. I mean, everything from like a single source of truth to a better patient experience to ease of use for the doctors um, who are, who are filling this thing out. Uh, so let's talk a little bit first about that, the app for the, for the uh, physician side. Like we talked about the scheduler and their ease of use of, of building these schedules out. What makes it so simple for a physician to do it? it, it and how is, how seamless is that? Sure. Well, it's a phone app that you would download either on the Apple store or on the Android store. You you log in one time and now you've got access to your personal on-call schedule. You've got access to 
everybody's schedule. So what's happening within the group, you and I in that 10 doctor scenario, where is somebody else? So if I need to do what's called like a a curbside consult where I'm going to just ask one of my partners a question kind of on the side, I can see who's on today. I may call you at home, but if I know that you're on vacation and I see that on my phone, I'm, I'm not going to call you. Being able to run a quick report on your phone to show that fairness or to see how many vacation or how many PTO days I have left. And then being able to actually submit that time off request or submit that 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 schedule swap when I'm in the doctor's lounge or in the doctor's waiting room waiting for test results. Or if I'm an OB while I'm waiting for a delivery, on the back of my head, I'm going, oh yeah, my spouse told me I need to ask off for that or or make sure that the clinic knows about my vacation coming up in, in November. I can just quickly go in there, click a few buttons, click submit, and now it's done. Whereas before, I'd have to send an email. I really wouldn't know. I would assume that the email got received. I'd never know exactly if that request was accommodated because I never got any feedback until I saw the schedule. So all of it's automated. And then there's a feedback loop as well that all happens kind of from the phone app. So super simple to use. I mean, the phone app actually doesn't even require training. It's just literally four simple kind of buttons that, that you can push. So yeah, we really tried to make it easy. Yeah. And I, and I think that, that that's a great segue into the, the fit with Tiger Connect because that's where we approach it. Mobile centric, ease of use, like the, those are aligned. Those two missions are very much aligned. And I, and I love that you brought up that, that, that confusion about getting the right message to the right person at the right time by knowing who is on and when they're on. That also really ties into the roles product that Tiger Connect has and, and that whole ecosystem that we're trying to create. So, so that, so with that in mind, let's talk a little bit about that call with Brad. Like you said, you know, at the, at the top of the show, he called up after we had done a, a little bit of work together and you guys had that conversation. Can we talk a little bit about that conversation? Sure. You know, what's really funny, actually, is that is that about a year before that, I met Brad at Hims very, very briefly. And and I and I said to him that I really think that the future of scheduling and communication and companies like his companies like ours, companies like his at some point in time are going to come together. And he kind of said, no, it's really it's really hard for us to pick a winner. We don't want to pick the one horse because the other horses are going to be upset you know, so I don't really see that happening. And, but in the back of my mind, I really knew that at some point in time, everybody was going to, you know, end up having their own. So when I got the call from Brad, it was very, very flattering. First of all, A, because Tiger Connect is a larger company. They are several years ahead of us from a, from a business standpoint. And so to have somebody recognize the quality of your product, to recognize kind of the innovation and where you are and to think that we could be a good fit was was really exciting. I actually put Brad in touch with 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 one of my board members who is a little bit more of a savvy mergers and acquisitions guy and 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 said to him, Chris, you need to chat with Brad, see if this is real because conversations like this happen somewhat frequently in business and 90 some percent of them, I would say, are just information gathering. And so I had been taught kind of the hard way, really not to give much out. And so I let Chris bet Brad and kind of see if it was true. And Chris came back and said, I, I really think he's looking to buy something and he really wants to make this happen. And then COVID hit. And so I, I was relatively certain because this was all in March that once COVID hit, 
this thing was probably going to fall apart because all of a sudden everybody's retracting medicine isn't spending as much dollars anymore because of all these all these procedures are being put on hold and things like that and Brad came back and said this is a real strategic decision for us to to integrate scheduling and messaging together and to kind of have this deep integrated product where where we can really be responsible for the whole space and he goes yeah it may not be a great time but but this is a 10 15 year plan for us and so I think we should still move forward. And I that really, again, just showed, I guess, where he was at and that this wasn't the idea of the month. This was really a strategic acquisition for them in a way that could make their product stronger and a way that could just catapult the the call scheduler growth. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's great to have you guys join. And it wasn't just you selling the company and saying, all right, I'm out. Like we've absorbed all of the employees and this has been a really, really cool uh, opportunity to have you guys join the team. And I think, or at least I hope that <laughs> the culture has aligned with what you guys are, have, have had in the past. And that uh, at the time of this recording, we're in the middle of uh, what we call Midsummer's Week, which is a big um, training and getting everybody like fired up for the back half of the year. And I think having you guys here and and experiencing that this is a great great chance to to really become part of the team uh, what about let let's look at it from that angle what about tiger connect was exciting to you to to join clearly we saw the potential in the two technologies coming together but but from a working with brad working with the team what what was uh, enticing or or at least calming or reassured you that yes this was the group i wanted to become part of during the due diligence process, I had a chance to work with the Tiger Connect senior leadership team as they were doing their due diligence and they were, we had to pr provide all these documents and they were asking me a million questions. And I, I really quickly realized that I was surrounded by people that were a lot smarter than me, which meant a huge learning opportunity and, a, and so much kind of learning growth for me. And I was just so impressed with the depth and the breadth of knowledge and industry experience and entrepreneurial experience that these folks had that it it really just excited me that wow they could they could really they can like they can really do this they can actually really take this this product and bring it to the next level and as an entrepreneur you know that's all you want i mean that was our mission was getting our software throughout the healthcare industry so that we could help solve the scheduling problem and the merger of call schedule and tiger connect what's going to make that happen and that as the guy that was running the ship i'm thinking wow I, I i did my job this is awesome everyone's happy and and dr zook the original doctor that brought this to me he's just ecstatic that his idea was going to live on and that just makes you excited yeah and to, and to hear that for both of you dr zook and you that that really does speak to I think something that aligns with Tiger Connect, which is it's not about us or ego or any of that kind of thing. It's us before me, right? And 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 how do we give that better experience to the providers so that ultimately they can give that better experience to the patients? And I think just the fact that you're like I, seeing the adoption and giving that this chance will ha joining the Tiger Connect team will give the opportunity for for call scheduler, which will now be Tiger Scheduled. To, to be mass adopted. Yeah, that's, that's really exciting. Um, so with that in mind, what is next? What, what is, what is the, the plan now that, that the, the two teams are coming together? What's, what's up next for the product in the, in the near future and a little bit of a roadmap? Sure. 
Well, I want to touch on something real quick before I jump into that. When we did our first customer integration together, it it was with Salinas Valley Healthcare in in the kind of the Monterey Peninsula area. And when I got done and I looked at how we transformed that organization with scheduling and messaging, I was really blown away by where they were before both companies got there and and kind of where we left them for for really a, a very very modest investment and and that's where we're going we are going to every one of these hospitals out there that's doing things manually still with paper or sticky notes and pagers and phone calls and we're going to transform them into 21st century healthcare organizations that have up-to-date, accurate information, and then lightning fast communication capabilities to, to get to the right people fast. And then as those shifts change, as things happen every single day within health, healthcare, to be able to keep up with all of that information. And that to me is just so exciting because again, seeing how we left that organization, that's what I want. You know, that's what I want throughout right. the whole industry. So I think what's coming down the road is really going to be a real deep, tight integration. We want our customers to be able to have one app, one phone app, one website that they go to for both scheduling and messaging, one username, one password, kind of this whole industry term of one throat to choke. So one, one issue going wrong with the IT director or the CIO, they've got one number that they can call and that we're going to be here from them, not the finger pointing of, oh, it's messaging, oh, it's scheduling. Deeper integrations into the EHRs so that the organizations can really take better advantage of those huge investments that they've made. And then kind of back to our core, making sure that we're continuing to build scheduling tools to help these organizations just build awesome schedules as quickly as they can and and so that we can keep up with all the change that's going on in healthcare. Yeah, that's and that I think is uh that's so exciting because I do think that when you see how it all works together, it really does make it easy. And the fact that it is one one place for ease of use, the same message that I can send to a, other doctor is the same place I'm checking my schedule, is the same place where I can shift switch with that doctor, which makes shift switching easier to do than to say. <laughs> you know, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, uh, and then taking that out and, and then having that same communication tool be what we use to get to patients and and they can see who 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 they need to talk to and yeah. and how they're interacted with. You, you start to add telehealth and t- patient texting into the mix, and it really becomes a one-stop shop for communication across communication and collaboration across across the the provider side and the, and the patient side. I and I think that's where the last thing I'd like to touch on while we have the chance is what does this ultimately mean for the patients? I mean, I, I I talked about it a little bit, but I think you had touched on it earlier, and and I'd like to unpack that a little bit more because I do think. It's not just for the providers. What what this translates yeah. to into patient care really does make a difference. And, can, and sure. I want to get your thoughts on that. It always boggled me that in the basement of, of most hospitals sits multi-million dollar Da Vinci surgical systems, right? These unbelievable robotic surgery systems. And, and you go two floors up to the telecom center and they're using sticky notes and pagers and they're still calling doctors and, and kind of dialing and praying that they get the right person. The future is really for the patient is being able to have fast, accurate access, how 
your providers need it and how you need it as a patient at the tip of your fingers. Every one of us has a smartphone in our hand. So for us to be able to communicate with our care providers, for our care providers to be able to communicate with us or our families to talk about mom and dad as they age, or to talk about for the surgery center to be able to communicate with us after our parents had a knee replacement, to be doing check-ins, all of that stuff is possible. And that's really what the future is. It's it's bringing the same level of technology to to communication that they have in the surgical department. Yeah, that's great. That's that's super exciting. I I love I love everything that you've had to say. I, I want to thank you for your time. I, the last question I've been asking of all of our guests is: if there's one final thought, one final final takeaway for those those heads of IT, those CMIOs, even even the CEO of these large scale organizations, or even uh, a practice management or admin for for a smaller practice, what's that one takeaway that you'd love to leave them a parting thought, if you will, for for them to consider after after hearing you speak today? Over the next couple of years, every single one of us more than likely will end up in the emergency room, right? Either with our parents or ourselves, and we're going to have chest pains or our parents are going to be sick. How long do we want it to take for that ED doctor to be able to find a consulting physician? And how do we want them to communicate? When every minute and every second counts in a lot of those cases, don't you want the best for your family and for your friends? You know, and that's what this, that's what solutions like ours provide. So yeah. that's how I would leave them with. Think of yourself. That's great. And on that note, uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, and thank you, Justin, for for uh, coming on and being our guest today. You can check us out uh, on all of our social media. Please be, make sure to subscribe or follow us at LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Justin, thanks again. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. And thanks for tuning in to the Connected Care Team podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Connected Care Team. To learn more about Care Team Collaboration Solutions, please visit us at tigerconnect.com and be sure to follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook so you can stay connected to the latest episodes, news, and announcements.